1: Hey, guys, I'd like to welcome you to session number 31 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. We're going to talk about duplication. It's a word that's thrown around quite a bit in the industry. I'm convinced that very few people really, really uh, understand uh, the level of duplication that needs to happen to develop the 27 percenters in network marketing organizations Uh, sometimes we just think well we duplicated ourselves, and and what we end up seeing in most organizations is three percenter who found another three percenter who found a couple more three percenters who found a couple more three percenters down in line and all those people are doing and teaching different ways to build their business using the talents and the skills and the work ethic that they enter the industry with and then you end up with 27 percenters sometimes that can be thousands of people in this type of scenario that really don't know whether to follow three percenter john or three percenter sally or maybe i should try to do it the way this couple does it who are also three percenters who use their uh, credibility and their work ethic and their contacts when they started and the 27 percenters sit back and are confused. So we're going to try to take tw- the, the concept of duplication maybe to a different level for you in this session, give you a different perspective. Um, it's how we built our teams, very, very unified, very duplicatable. Uh, if you've never heard the session that we did with John Milton Fogg, I think it's number three. In the no fluff podcast, it'd probably be worth listening to if what you're getting ready to hear, uh, makes sense for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing this with your upline and your sideline and your downline. And I, and the message is getting in the marketplace, guys. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about people that are really wanting to take their business and not just their business, but the way we teach people within the industry to an entirely, entirely different level than it's been in the last 50 years. So enjoy part one, session 31, duplication.
0: Uh, Tonight's going to be a little bit different than most generic trainings you attended. I don't have a dog in the hunt. There's not a company I'm trying to back you into uh, I'm not trying to make a living selling seminar seats, training programs, affiliate products. Uh, this really is a labor of love for me. It's not about profits. It's about impact. I really believe that when you make a positive impact, impact of profits happen automatically. I'm not going to try to step on anybody's toes tonight. I say this every week. Uh, but I probably will. I don't have a politically correct bone in my body. I believe the answers are truly right in front of us. Right in front of us. Have been. Always have been. Uh, we just end up listening to too many voices. I think the most important question you can ask yourself before you take advice from anybody is who is this person and why should I be listening to them? and hopefully they can document whatever they're telling them tonight I want to share with you how duplication duplication is constantly talked about in the network marketing profession as you guys know but statistically it only happens at a level that would put any other business out of business if it were dependent upon duplication now that's kind of a tongue twister and it's really I, I think it's an indication of how powerful the network marketing business model and compensation structure really is the fact that you know it does give virtually anybody the opportunity to move forward create income, uh, create life-altering income. But the reality of it, when when we really step back and look at it, there's no question
2: that it's all about duplication.
0: (laughs) But statistically, duplication and network marketing happens at a level that would put any other business in the world out of business that depended upon duplication. And, you know, we've heard the stat that's gone around that the average person recruits 2.8 distributors or whatever. I, I, I don't know how that was ever verified or, or who came up with that. Probably a, Somebody was promoting a binary of some kind, and I'm not, you know, market binaries, I'm just saying. And and the other question I've always thought is, how can you sponsor an eighth of a person? Wouldn't it have to be a whole number? So, anyway. Tonight I want to talk about applying real-world duplication strategies to your network marketing team it said, Dale, you're talking slower tonight. Yeah, uh, we still have people coming on, and I'm trying to give them time, but we're going to get into it. My beliefs and op- observations. Today, if you look in the business world, not necessarily <clears throat> the network marketing profession, but you look in the business world, it's flooded with 30-somethings that are calling themselves life coaches. Life coaches. They even, ha- they even had their... uh last child yet. Now they're life coaches. I, I just, you know, there's a lot of things I see and I just have to step back and I have to say what in the world is going on? Uh, network marketing gurus are teaching people how to brand themselves and still, uh, you know, call yourself something you're not, you know, go on YouTube, act like an idiot, call yourself a home business consultant while you're picking your nose. Uh, you know, call yourself an attraction marketing consultant so you can attract people and sell our affiliate program and make $90 every time, every time somebody joins. And just all this stuff that's going on, uh, I've always felt you should build it and more importantly, help other people build it before you try to talk about it too much. That's just always been my feeling. That's always been common sense to me and there's no question the masses in and outside of the network marketing profession are trying to ex- tell people to go build your audience, go do this, go do that and the reality is 99% of the population do not have the the makeup to do that. 99 99 uh, the failure rate for people that are trying to, quote-unquote, create an audience is astronomical. So there's just a lot of stuff going on today and, and, and you know, a lot of confusion. and And the network marketing business model is kind of in a state of mass
2: confusion.
0: And, again, I think it's because we're listening to the voice of too many self-proclaimed gurus there's too many people out there trying to teach people how to do something they've never done or have no documentation of their claims. And again, I have these conversations every day with people from everywhere. And it's like, you know, today, there's especially within the network marketing world, there's enough people that have been around that can validate or not validate what anybody's saying at any time. And At the top of network marketing companies, you'll find six basic personalities, good people, honest people, hardworking. They grinded their way to the top. That's many of you on tonight's call, and that's really who I'm speaking to tonight. They have no clear duplicatable path that created their success uh but they they made it happen. They went out there and just made it happen with the god given talent skills abilities that they entered the network marketing profession with. I call these people three percenters. We have many of you with us tonight and i'm welcome I'm welcoming you and please understand that what i'm going to share with you uh I don't want to say life or death because it's not life or death, but extremely important is not do it justice. It's been this way since the network marketing paradigm shift of ninety seven, which I'm going to talk about. Also wanna let you know uh if all of you at the end of tonight I'm gonna to give you a link where you can get all the overheads because I use a lot of uh third party stuff and webinars and articles tonight so I don't want you to try to write all this down I'm going don't write anything down because I'm going to give you a link to the overheads to the presentation the best way to go broke fast in the network marketing profession is to listen to those you know like and trust I'm going to say that again the best way to go broke fast is to listen to those that you know like and trust Jim Rohn said years ago, you cannot mistake sincerity with truth because some people are sincerely wrong. I understand in traditional business, if you're an insurance agent, a real estate agent, you own a dry cleaners, uh, the no like and trust factor is very important in traditional businesses that sell services or sell products. Network marketing has very little in the big picture of things has very little to do with services. Very little do with products. It, it's a people business. Your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. In July 2015, until July 2015, my goal was never to be a coach, consultant, mentor, seminar speaker, or anything like that in any way, shape, or form. I never, ever even thought about that, never had that as a go. My entire career, all I wanted to do was build a team of people. That's it. I just want to build six-figure earners. That's what I want to do. Uh, the, The stuff, the information that we're sharing, we never, ever planned on sharing any of the systems we used outside of our personal organization. And I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but uh, I ended up speaking on a cruise for Network Markers. And the whole thing was recorded. And the guy that was putting it together called me said, Hey, I want to use your talk on a new uh, tape series that we're putting together. I'm holding it there. This is actually an audio cassette series. And I said, "Are you kidding?" He said, "No, I want to use I want to use your your audio." And I said, "Well, that's that's an honor. That's that's awesome." And then he told me that he said, "Well, Big Al Tom Snyder's going to be on there and Jim Brown's going to be on there." And it's like, "Are you kidding?" Me? Uh and I say that to say this, look I I was raised in a small town in Kentucky. My sponsor quit two weeks after I joined the profession. And my first three years, I wanted to quit every single day. Like a lot of people that get involved in this industry. So where I'm coming from, it's where a lot of people come from. When they get involved in the network marketing business model. But I saw... People that were creating a lifestyle that most people couldn't even comprehend simply because, not because they were making massive income, but, but because they didn't have to get up and be at a job every day. To me, that would be like the coolest thing in the world. If, if you didn't have to get up and be somewhere every single day, how life altering would that be? So I saw a lot of people that had accomplished that. And I say that just to say this when this audio set came out you know on the back they were talking about all these different the speakers that were on it and they did a synopsis I mean nobody asked me what to say about about myself I mean I was just blown away that they even asked me to be on it and then when I read it it says they you know it's all it's true but I didn't I, it just kind of blew my mind to a certain level because it said Dell Calvert typically charged $500 $500 an hour for consulting and people gladly pay it. And that was all true. Why? Because what Dell does and teaches has enabled dozens of people to reach millionaire status while building their network marketing business. Dell is known not to candy coat anything. I agree with that. In fact, Dale is one of the most controversial individuals in our industry simply because he speaks his mind. And I thought, nobody in the industry even knows who I am. Why would they say I'm controversial? He's built an organization in excess of 60,000 distributors, he's done in excess of $100 million in wholesale sales, became a multi millionaire as a result of the industry in his tape, and he talks about what I'm going to teach in that training. Now, I say all this tonight because if you're brand new, if you've never heard me before, if your downline invited you to be here, you're going, what is this guy? Who is this guy? And I get that, okay? I understand. I understand, but I promise you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some brain tweaks that are worth listening to. Some things that are really worth thinking about that most, that you're never going to hear people talk about today. And for those of you that are with us every Thursday night, I love you more than I can express. You guys are awesome. All the training club members, the people that are here every Thursday night, uh, I appreciate you. I sincerely do. Uh, I promise you that, and I, I know I, my goal is after tonight, I don't have any major message I need to get out there. Right now, and hopefully I won't for a while. (laughs) But it's like everybody. I I was getting emails, and and people were saying, "Dale, I want an uh, an upline. I want a sideline. I want this leader that I have in our company to hear to hear one of your which webinar should I send you send them to?" So from now on, I'll say this one, the one on duplication. So, for you that are here every week, I know I'm preaching to the choir again. I get that. I apologize. For our first time guests, we have a, again more full time people, career minded people, leaders that are with us tonight. And again, I wanted to say one more time I don't intend to step on anybody's toes. I believe the most important question you can ask yourself, I can ask myself, is who is this person? Why should I be listening to them? I'm going to share more as we go through this, but understand that, you know, I am not trying to throw you under the bus in any way, shape, or form. I uh, respect your accomplishments. You've already accomplished more than 9999999 percent of the people that ever join a company have accomplished, and you should feel awesome about that. Uh... I don't respect those who know they're leading people down a path that will never create long-term, sustaining, duplicating business and know better. I don't. My rub is that because I believe that at some point in every leader's career, they they have the paradigm shift that what got me here is not going to bring my team there, is not going to bring my team here. And and I believe that at that point when that paradigm shift happens uh as a leader, it's your obligation to seek out what can move your team down the road. I believe that. That might be idealistic, but I sincerely believe that. My only goal tonight is that I can jolt you, jolt you without upsetting you enough so you will say, you know, maybe I should listen to some of the free resources that I'm going to be sharing with you guys tonight as we go through this. I really believe the answers to the challenges are right in front of us. Uh, I don't believe in giving people nuggets and tips. I only believe in systems because only systems can be duplicated somebody that's trying to get a nugget or a tip, I think that mindset needs to change within the entire industry. Long story short, I was living in a 600 square foot home. You see here I was driving a beat-up Chevette. I got involved in the network marketing profession in 1980. I got involved because I was a semi-professional magician, magic. Doves, floating girls, boxes with silk scarves, that world. I started that when I was seven years old. I did my first show for a group of
2: preschoolers where my aunt worked. And
0: I found the network marketing industry. I got addicted to the personal growth, personal development, and the power of residual income and the freedom that it could create. And it wasn't very long before I was just full bore, I'm going to figure this out one way or the other. Thankfully, it was at a time when Sony had invented the Walkman. And I had a job that allowed me to listen to audios from some of the most awesome thought leaders in the world, success principle people, and leaders from multiple network marketing companies, Uh, Shackley, Amway, Herbalife, Mary Kay, and a few others. And I could listen to eight hours a day. I listened to 10 hours a day. uh, My first My first uh, three years, I listened to 7,500 hours of audio, literally. I had extra batteries behind my extra batteries. It was the only way I could function in the environment that I was in, honestly. Just, I just could not stand the job I was doing, and it just, it was just awesome. And I listened. When I started, within a month, two after I started, I don't I could not have told you if the radio in my car worked. The radio went off. My TV set went off down the road. And I turned my car into university, and every day I got to go make money to pay the bills while I was learning how to build my dream. And I think it gave, well, I know it gave me a different perspective because I learned more about what not to do and what kind of business I didn't want from people that had leadership titles. Then I, that was the most valuable thing that I learned. How did they get to Diamond and have this and how does somebody else to get to Diamond and have an organization that's 200 times larger and they've been in the same amount of time? Why is someone, the Elvis in their company, Wherever they do every three-way call, they do every meeting, they do everything, and somebody else is just duplicating leaders after leaders after leaders? So all this stuff fascinated me. Tonight, we're going to cover some of the major events in the history of network marketing and how I believe it has negatively affected you without you knowing it. I believe to maximize your success in the future, you must learn from the past the steps that I truly believe must happen now to build a real duplicating business. We're going to talk about the, the growth of the company or the the, the the track record of the network marketing business model uh, just to recap real quickly we're, we're going to reference these in the 50's it was kind of the awakening from 75 to 95 was the massive explosive growth 95, we moved into the speculation mode. 2000, we moved into precipitation, and we're still there today. And again, I'm not going to go into details on this. You can learn more than you would ever learn want to learn. Details on how this happens at com forward slash critical. It's a, a webinar that myself and my friend Ron Henry did, who's probably the number one historian in network marketing, as far as I'm concerned. He can tell you anything about anybody, any company. He's a historian. And it's a very, if you're serious about your future, I just think it's something that you need to be aware of. I really believe there's a huge upside potential right now, right now, for those that can initiate what I'm going to attempt to communicate on this webinar. I really believe that a shift is starting to occur. I believe that the leaders of the future, uh, people are going to seek them out. And I believe for everybody else, it's just going to be
2: more of the same. I really believe that the people that can
0: really have some, have faith and, and, see what I'm going to communicate, and I'm going to do the best of my ability. And again, guys, I'm just talking from experience. I'm talking from a different paradigm, and I know that, okay? I know 99% of the people don't, they, they go, go recruit somebody. Let's go make some money. I, I get all that. I understand it. I understand it. I heard about it What for three years, and and. I mean, I, I, I understand, because see, the real product is people. I can't tell you what one out of a hundred will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of a hundred will do. And I understand when you've done, you know, you you you've been doing something a certain way for such a long time, even if you know that this really is the best path Long term, even if you know that with everything within you, it takes a lot of courage to change I, for anybody doing anything if you've been doing one thing the same way if if you you know if you get up and put your left shoe on every morning and then your right one, and you've done that that way for years, and that's your that's your pattern to ch- and, and a lot of you've been, been been around this industry 10, 15, 20, 30 years as long as I have. And to, to to change everything or to change or to accept a different way to look at things is tough. And I get it. I understand it. I've had these conversations with multiple people. But how do you eat an elephant? You know how. And if again, it just you know, if you it just depends on what I guess ultimately you're you're wanting to create, okay? But you know, I, I don't think most people get in this profession to rebuild their organizations every couple of years or every six months. You know, so. I understand there was a time when everybody thought the world was flat. Now, I am horrified at the number of six-figure earners that have come and gone in this profession, and you should be too. The truth, once a person reaches six figures, the odds are are more the odds are higher That they will be out of the network marketing business model in five years, then they will be making a million dollars or even a half a million dollars within five years. They hit, they work their rear end off. They get to a hundred thousand. The odds of them getting to a half a million, million dollars a year in income are being out in five years. The odds are they're going to be out and some of you think that's not me that's not my company no way man not no not me not I but see when you get there many people that get there they're they're so bogged down with activities that are not business building activities they're babysitting activities that they can't continue to move forward it's like they have too many people on their team to take care of Uh, I've been there I did that I did that and then I finally figured out, you know, I only want three to five a year. Three to five a year is all I need that wanted as bad as I do. And I'm not going to babysit anybody. The only reason I want to sponsor somebody is to eliminate them as soon as I possibly can. If they're not going to be a good manager for my McDonald's, I'm not going to try to teach them how to be a manager for my McDonald's. I'm not going to try to teach them if they're not going to be a good manager, if they can't show up on time, if they can't follow up if they can't do if they don't if they can't set the temperature right on the french fryer and they consistently undercook them after I show them a couple of times, okay, they're not going to be a they're not going to be a manager of my McDonald's and I'm going to relate this tonight. I'm going to talk about McDonald's some. Because I don't honestly, I think this business model needs to be operated the same way. Now I'm going to ask some tough questions. Nobody's that going to ask you to write anything down or tell anybody else. Just be true to yourself. That's all. That's all. That's all I would say. We get real about where the network marketing business model. We're going to get real about that, how the industry got here, and what to do about it. And some some of you think, yeah, Devil, we're exploding, man. We're just exploding. You don't understand. We're exploding. Do you have any idea, any idea how many times I've heard that in the last 35 years? The Salas, Gold go to unlimited box of B, million BB, jewel weight, gold, to unlimited Z rewards list so goes on and on and on of companies that are been here and out of business, but not, but, but, but here and still here that at one time it's like, uh, yeah. We're exploding, that we're exploding, that
2: we're exploding. Okay, cool. Question
0: Does a company's growth, or even does the company's lack of growth, have any relationship to your
2: personal success? When you step back and look at it, it doesn't. It doesn't. The second company
0: I got involved with, I missed it. I missed the. I missed. I missed the the explosion. I got involved a few year,
2: two three years late. Uh,
0: we still were able to build it to a quarter million dollar income, but for the most Part when when we were building and and moving forward and retailing products, uh the company was slightly going dipping down. It was like on a slight downtrend, and people were it's like what happened to this? well he's not here anymore. What happened to this guy? I saw him on a video talking about his success story. I thought he was from from Phoenix, and I'm in Phoenix, where not say, well, he's not with us anymore though." he went back to traditional business, or they jumped in USA Vitamin, or whatever the deal was at the time. Some of
2: you remember USA
0: Vitamin. Okay, so, we had, you know, when it was all said and done, it was like, I would probably have still been there if they hadn't totally, totally got out of one product, and went totally in a different direction not even related product line and you know but regardless the thing we have to look at is what where is the company two years after
2: the launch
0: because what happens is a company launch in the network markers you know, know some network markers, you know some network markers, you know a few network markers, who you know a few network markers, who you know a couple of network markers, who you know one or two network markers, you know one or two network markers you who know, you know nobody. You know, when you get when it gets to the no not nobody stage, when they when it gets to the nobody stage when nobody these people are brand new, just entering, never been involved, they're newbies, and they don't know, you know, forty three people that used to be or four hundred and thirty or four thousand three hundred. It used to be a network marketing. When that goes, you know, how long does that take? You know, it usually takes six months, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, and then the company's going to stabilize. And it's going to, it, then you, then after two years, look at where everything is. And ultimately, all that matters for you is the company is stable. What's ultimately going to determine your success is the number of leaders. And here's a word nobody uses because you would say a number of leaders on my team, but I believe the number of leaders that you can develop on your team. I believe in the concept of homegrown leadership. Many companies' game plan for growth should be around homegrown leaders, developing within, promoting within within, developing homegrown leaders. Because those people are, are the most loyal group that you'll ever have and they'll be able to turn around and teach. And a lot of companies, you know, I, I have conversations with different, different, uh, corporate people in different companies. I'm thinking, you know, their, their focus is just on international expansion, international. Oh, we got to get more products in the, in the pipeline, not for our customers, for, so our distributors will create more volume. And then some companies are just really focused on just gobbling up every small company, buying as many companies as they have, mergers and acquisitions. And guys, there is nothing wrong with that at all. Acquiring companies, international expansion, expanding your product line, that's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. But if you're thinking about that instead of developing leaders, you're missing the boat you're missing the boat here's a concept for you as a leader leadership moves products leadership creates volume distributors come and go like a revolving door leadership moves volume so when we were building we documented you know, we develop more five and six figure income earners than any generic trainer in the world. It bothers me that I say that, but it's true. Most of the people that we had on our teams were 27 percenters. I'm going to give you a definition of that more detail in a minute, but, but they were developed based upon, and, 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 and they were developed based upon very unified systems. So therefore they could learn it and turn around and duplicate it. It was all by design. It was all on purpose because I got to, if you listen to two hours of audio a day from leaders in every network marketing company, you're going to get a warped perception on things. I mean, I had, again, I, I, I didn't understand this from at the time in any way, shape or form. Uh, I really didn't understand this until July of last year, not even a year ago. But would you agree anyone who listens to 7,500 hours of any topic while attempting to implement what they are hearing is going to have a different perspective on any subject that will be different from most, What it's going to be a different perspective than what most people perceive to be normal. And like most people who enter the network marketing business, I, you know, when I got started, you know, I was so fired up. Man, I, this is phenomenal. This is awesome. i will have a I bet i have a, I bet I have a portion three. I bet I have a portion two. I bet I have a portion six months. I mean, I was just unglued. Residual income, you got to be kidding me. This is the best thing in the world.
2: <coughs> like ever, Like a lot of people do.
0: And I w- I knew that there was, you know, these people on these tapes, man, they got to know something I don't know because i tell you what, people in Kentucky don't care about residual income. <laughs> people in Kentucky are different. You know, I thought nutrition was going to be a wave. It's going to be a wave of the future, supplementation. They, it's not, you know, they don't even, they, they think I'm, I'm, what was the guy that hug, hugged the trees? You'll Brenner or something, you know, the Great Nuts, dude. They think I'm the Great Nuts. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. You get everything you need in your food, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we all travel the same road at some level,
2: at some level. So
0: here's what I started to figure out. As human beings, we're all different. We have different talents, we have different skills, we have a, different abilities, we have different fears. And I started to understand through some of the personal development stuff that we are who we are based upon program perceptions about life, relationships, it was created through parents, society, authority figures. I started learning the different temperaments that people have, caloric, phlegmatic, sanguine, melancholy. I started to get this and I started to recognize, my gosh, that's my dad, that's my mom, well that's my sister, that's my aunt, and I started to see people in life from a different perspective once I understood that the real product is people. It has nothing to do with comp plans. It has nothing to do with products. The best product in the world is not going to make you successful if you don't have the skill sets and mindsets and you aren't going to ever build a long-term team by accident.
2: I was a magician.
0: That's a picture of me when I was 20, 20 years old. Right? Before, yeah, that's hair on my collar, but I cut it before I did the pictures. Now, I think as a magician, it's not what people see, it's what they think they're seeing. And I kind of understand that. So I think it, it gave me a look behind the curtain, look under the this, look over here mentality. I'm not sure, I just think, I know it's my natural way to look at stuff. But here's my perception, and I think you will agree if you've been around any time at all. Uh, 70% of the population are going to die with their
2: music still in them. You know, they just
0: are. Uh, It's sad, but it's true. And it's because they have such programmed perceptions that they cannot reprogram. It's because of this stuff. It's really because this. Parents, society, authority figures create programs, perceptions about life and relationships. And it's like, you know, how many times have you all oh, you don't understand? My 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 granddaddy was a dirt farmer, but he was really poor. And my daddy was poor. My my great granddaddy was poor. My daddy was poor. Um, you know, and, and about the best we're gonna be able to do is, man, if we can save our pennies, you know, we can save our pennies. We can every now and then we get to go to, you know. Poor, poor folks, restaurant, and get us a good meal, but you know it's just kind of my lot in life, and they don't understand you're where you are in your life because what's gone into your mind. The only way to change where you are is to change what goes into your mind, and it's just a, it's like I can't take responsibility for changing. I it is what it is, and we all know that it's a victim mentality. Seventy percent of the population will walk around with it. Three percent have this mentality and they and, and a lot of times it's mixed with god-given talent skills and abilities where they can go out they can just grind it and they can get to the top in any compensation plan. there's people out there like that they start with an extra amount of something, whatever it is, and they can and a lot of times you know it's just determination and You know, that I I was just too stubborn to quit. I had no other options. If I don't do this, what am am I going to be able to work 30 or 40 years in this environment building somebody else's dream? And I had no options. My back wasn't against the wall. It was poking through the wall. I mean, I had no options. And I knew that I didn't know what I was doing, and I knew I could figure it
2: out if I could listen to enough people.
0: Point one, the real product in network marketing is people. Your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop or that you have
2: on your team. You give
0: yourself the opportunity for wealth creation when everything you do centers around this philosophy. Everything that you do centers around this philosophy. And, you know, I've talked to people with you, they don't want to go to this trade show. It's it's an all-natural blah, 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 and we're going to sell our juice. Awesome. Why are you doing
2: that? Because we're going to get some customers. Fantastic. Why are you doing that? Because we need customers. Yes. And it's
0: the only reason to ever retails, because everybody should have customers. Everybody should have customers. No question about that. But you retail to recruit. You retail to recruit your best product users. Some of your best distributors will come out of your product base first. And if you actually had a system that looked for those people, instead of waiting for them to come to you, the number of satisfied customers that would end up joining your business is about 10 times what it will be if you wait for them to come to you so we you know we teach a very specific retail to recruit system all teams in the real world are built around systems not personalities so we have 70 percenters 27 percenters and 3 percenters I realized this early. I didn't write about it until several years later in a booklet called why the masses of network markers are frustrated, confused, and don't have a clue what they're doing. I, when I wrote that book, that was all up. That was definitely the state of the industry. And I would say honestly today, it's five times worse than it was when I wrote the book, maybe 10 times. And you can, if you want to get the book, you know, the book, but there's the URL, but you can go to the No Fluff Podcast, and I I don't know the issue, but you can listen, you can listen to this whole concept, it's free online, and it's worth listening to if this makes sense to you guys. If you look at your organization now... You're gonna see a lot of seventy percenters in the revolving door, they're coming and going, but there's a lot of good people, hardworking people, teachable, that just want direction. How did you do this? How do I do that? What do I need to do? And they're kind of looking for the poo-poo dust, like all people do. And so that's kind of that's kind of the situation. So I I got involved in the network marketing profession right in the middle of the growth stage of the profession the, of the profession that was uh, we talked about there's four stages to a movement to a movement I got I was fortunate I got involved in the growth stage of the profession and the fundamental core beliefs taught in the 70's and 80's and the early 90's were all based upon personal development with a compensation plan attached and man, I, I got exposed and got to listen to all these people and tons more. You know, Zig Zig of Jim Rohn, Dr. Norman Vincent Peel, Dale Carnegie, Dennis Waitley, Earl Nightingale, Mary Case, Dr. Maxwell Moss, Napoleon Hill, Dr. Schwartz, I mean, David Schwartz. I mean, it was just, it was just like, it was awesome. Because here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. This is worth this this is here's what here's what you know you know already all these people teach the, teach the same success principles they just have a different style for doing it and i'm talking about the success principle mentors they all they all talk about goal setting they all talk about uh, time management, they all talk about persistence, they all talk about belief it's 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 all I mean the fundamentals the wisdom of the ages is not going to change if whatever it was there before these guys hit the scene okay and gals and 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 you know what wisdom of the ages is wisdom of the ages. it will be the same fifty years from now, a hundred years from now, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Okay, there's fundamental success principles, and I decided way back when I got to get these fundamental success principles into my people's possession. Give them the opportunity to listen and learn and turn their car into a university and understand You know, three basic laws by Jim Rohn and internalize it well enough where they can teach it. And they got to understand the strangest secret and and what Earl Nightingale says and why 97 percent of the people don't make it and 3 percent do. They got to get all this stuff. So I'm going to do a tape of the month. To give them the mindset part of this. Because if they try to do it with the mindset that they enter the network marketing profession with, most people are going to fail. They're going to fail. That's why we do the MLM Training Club now as a CD of the month. Same reason, same concept. Does not change. You can say, well, I don't really think it matters that much. Maybe it didn't for you. But I promise you, it will for 97% of the people that join your team. I promise you. Maybe you add a little bit of, you know, extra credibility or what? And we'll talk. But, okay, the issue is not you. The issue is not me. The issue is, how do I develop the 27%ers? How do I give them the track to run on? help them develop the right mindsets as well as the skill sets. I believe, and I never said this to maybe sometime this year, uh, but I do believe this. I never really thought about it until this year, and it's like, aha, it's one of those aha moments for me. But I believe people that want to learn to build a network marketing, a duplicating network marketing team, they need to have as many success mentors as they can. They need to have one network marketing mentor. But then why would they need to have many success mentors and only one? Because network marketers are teaching thousands of different systems and programs and concepts and uh, whatever. Many of which never created a large duplicating team another portion of which you know they got to $10,000 a month but they never helped anybody else do it those people are a dime a dozen uh... uh, many of which are trying to teach that which they've never known many of which are teaching at the level that, that they first started having success and they forgot the path that ultimately led to that success so that's what I believe I believe one mentor in the in the network marketing profession. I'm going to share with you this with you because, you know, it it makes, I read this this week, I got this this week, and I said, you know what, I got to keep that concept of one mentor in front of people from a super lady. Thank you so much, Dale. I greatly appreciate all you do to help people like myself with no experience learning about this industry, the Thursday night webinar you did about Having the shift to one mentor hit home. That's like I say I said that like I just pulled it out of the air one night. That wasn't the topic, but that hit home with her and other people sent me. Now yeah, that made so much sense. But anyway. Uh and that night I've done nothing but follow your trainings, even your old ones on YouTube, where you still have hair. Thank you, Cynthia. <laughs> I look forward to taking my business to the next level of success. (coughs) Just a quick note, this is what I wanted to share. At our SBC conference this past month in Dallas, I was honored with accepting three awards. One was a leadership challenge, a team player award, and an eagle award for overcoming and achieving. I must say thank you to you as I would not have been able to get where where I am today without your training guidance. And as I said when I wrote back, you know, You got a total awesome upline that is, I'm sure probably listening tonight. She is most every Thursday. I know you probably are too. Okay, and I, you know, I I can give the systems. I can give you the processes. But 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 here's the factor that determined your success: the willingness to take action. The willingness to take action, and I think sometimes that comes from confidence in and say you know what that's common sense that's what that makes sense I get that that you know and it's not something that's off the wall or strange or weird or you know uh... anything like that but anyway I just wanted to recognize Cynthia. and just kinda to prove to drive home the point I believe that okay you do what you want to do if, if I was you uh... you know I'd listen to everybody but I'd always get the backstory and understand, you know, where like, what's the real deal here? It'll, 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 scare you to death if you really look behind the curtain.
2: 1997, we got into stage
0: three speculation. We started to focus on marketing efforts, on recruiting each other, and our 1997, and we, and we've never looked back as a, as a profession, as a business model. 1997 was the paradigm shift of 1997. Success Magazine comes out. We create millionaires. And it totally, it was like all of a sudden, collectively, across the world, people had this mentality, let's forget about systematically developing homegrown leaders. And let's just recruit each other. There's more of us out there than we thought and you saw ads started changing in publications. They were aimed at competition and creating uh, and creating existing network marketers. And, you know, join us, we'll do 80% of the work and you're going to keep 100% of the profits. And then you saw all of a sudden all this tape-mailing stuff going on. And, you know, it's like people were teaching, you know, come in, by a buy a hundred tapes, buy a mailing list from us, like they're they're pitching leads today, by a mailing list from us, and you send out this tape and you're gonna get rich. John Milton Fogg said, Look, guys, what are we doing? We're building a tape building pyramid, what's going on here? And it's like you gotta be kidding, this is not this is ridiculous. Okay, but it's like boom, everybody's in a speculation mode. How can we do it quicker, faster, and easier? How can we recruit other people? And then you saw all these gimmick marketing plans that started paying 45% on the second level. And people, oh, this is the greatest thing. I sell $200. I make, if, if somebody buys a $200 package on the second level, I make 90 bucks. Not understanding that wealth is generated from the compounding. It's five who get five is 25. Then you're done. Then you're done. What about when it goes to 125, 625, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Don't you want to get paid on that organization where all your group is going to be? But everybody, boom, I'm man, two level. That's, this is so cool. And they never stopped and got out their daggone calculator. And then you saw people, I'm, uh, pycnogenol, Picnogenol is the hottest product in the world. It's going to save the world. It's going to revise the health of the world. Picnogenol is it. And then somebody comes out with, I don't remember which was first, grapeseed or pine bark. And whoever came out with one, somebody comes out with the other. And then, then you got the Picnogenol Word. Pine bark's better, no grapeseed. You know what? It doesn't friggin' matter. It does not matter a product will not make you successful it's not going to build your team don't we know that by now you know I was in the middle of all this and and I just went to our product development team and said everybody's you know they're all drinking the Pignaginol Kool-Aid so here's what we need to do and let's do it let's be the first company that puts grape seed and pine bark in our pick and all. And that's what we did. Okay, but but I knew it didn't matter. And then everybody, oh, you gotta have leads, man. You gotta have leads in this company called Pro Step, you know, all leads are going to make you successful. And, and and then from there it's like forget Pro Step and all these MLM lead companies. You need genealogy leads. You need people that have already been involved in network marketing. So what What these did, these gurus would get terminated from the company, and then they would print out that in those days their genealogy list, and then they would sell them to a broker who would sell them to everybody in the country, and, and people not understanding that that leader's already left and took whoever he could with them and taken everybody they could. They've already gone through that, you know, but before you ever got the genealogy list, and the reality is most of them were just product users anyway and 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 so you know it, but but somebody comes out with the tape saying, you know genealogy you can only build it with genealogy list and you know and the naive, the newbies, the people that have never ever been around this, you know because they're not getting direction from their upline, buy into this stuff. And then worse than that, you have uplines that got to where they got, three percenters, good people, grinded it out, got there, don't know how they got there, don't know what to tell people because that's the number one question they get. And the number one answer that's been given in the last 15 years is you've got to work harder and see more people. And then when people realize, well, they want more than that, well, let me give them this tape where it talks about maybe they could, maybe they could buy genealogy leads and create a downline. It's just remarkable. Some of us were trying to warn everybody that would listen. We cannot continue down this path, guys. We cannot continue down this path. John Milton Ball wrote an awesome article. It's in top and training articles. You can get it free. But... You know, the basic synopsis is unethical leaders know if they convince a thousand people to each mail a hundred tapes, it is possible that each person will add one new member to their pay line, being the leader's pay line. The people mailing the tapes are going to spend more money buying tapes and mailing them than they're going to make in commissions. But the leader gets credit for an exploding downline because he just added a thousand people this month.
2: you think this I mean it's, it's five times worse today
0: five times Mark Yarnell wrote the best article that's ever been written in network marketing ever called I thought I knew what made me successful but I was wrong and he said basically if any major corporation attempted to train their sales force and managers the way we do in network marketing they would all be bankrupt in six months Okay, guys, this is in the middle of this, of this stage. Okay, I'm, I'm in the middle of all this. I see all this happening. Okay, and again, the articles, you can get it free. I'm, you know, it's there. Lynn Clemens wrote in the 10,000, uh, the land of 10,000 unrecruited heavy hitters. This is all during this time of speculation. Okay, everybody that had sense, uh, that loved, you know what it was really about was trying to get the right message in the marketplace. But, you know, it was, no, we can recruit other, you know, it was like, everybody's always looking for the food, food dust. And when people aren't getting proper direction and systematic training, then they, and again, then they, good people always look for the answers. And again, as I said, my sponsor quit two weeks after I joined.